Friday night here on the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you guys here with me as we finish up this week. Going into a holiday weekend, by the way, it is President's Day weekend. I haven't heard anybody commemorate that, talk about it. Certainly not. I don't know anybody that recognizes that we've got a legit president in the White House, more of an occupant of the Oval Office, who doesn't have a brain to occupy his skull. Um, We're going to talk about why that's a concern as I'm looking at the headlines here on our uh, monitors here. I've got the multiple media outlets up and it's all about ukraine ukrainian officials are saying it's impossible uh, this is cnn impossible to know putin's thoughts on invasion we'll review Zelensky's travel pan- plans because now the word is Zelensky skipped off and that uh, biden was saying today that uh that uh, the all indications are that they expect putin to invade uh, all indications by who okay we're going to talk about what's going on with ukraine we've got some breaking news that came out today out of out of the courts that i think was actually good news for those of us concerned about how the courts have been weaponized in the uh the push of those on the left uh, as part of the uh, racist uh, racist divisiveness plan the cultural marxist movement to divide us according to race with you know which is going on in the courts as much as it is in our schools with crt speaking of the schools we've got bob walters here for his friday segment and even later on in the show i've expanded my news you can use segment and i've actually got another phenomenal piece of news that you can use for those of you who have any plans to travel this year particularly with summer coming up I'm actually super excited to share with you guys that news story. Um, before I go any further, I got to introduce. Oh, no, I got to give you all the number to call in in case you want to call in. 888-344-1170. I've been so excited lately with my uh, the AK comment line that you can call in 24 hours a day that sometimes I forget to give you guys my live number in case you want to call in and chat with me live. You don't have to be be shy and call and leave a message. You're free to do that, and I'll give you that number later. But if you want to call in live, 888-344-1170. I posed this question on Facebook earlier. When it comes to Ukraine, are y'all believing Biden when he's pushing out stories that we know Russia's going to invade, we know Russia's going to invade? Or do you think that he's fomenting and actually encouraging Russia because this is a way for him to change the narrative? His polling numbers have completely tanked. 70% of voters now are even saying, over 70% are saying COVID's done. Uh, I think closer to maybe even 78%. They want to get back to normal. This Hillary story has come out, which is serious damage to his administration because uh, even though... um, you know, 60, I think it's 68% of Americans, 68% of Americans believe, including, no, I think it's 68% of Democrats say that Hillary Clinton, that it's worse than Watergate. Let me read this to you exactly so I can get it right. Um, this is according to Rasmussen. 68% of likely U.S. voters believe this accusation against Hillary is important. Um, 50% think it's very important. 27% don't think it's, it's important, but only 16% say it's not at all important. Those are huge numbers. Um, 65% of voters agree with Trump when he says it's a scandal far greater in scope and magnitude than Watergate. And those who were involved in and knew about the spying operation should be subject to criminal prosecution. So that's my question for you guys. With all this going on, they're losing the the Democrats are losing every 
aspect of their agenda and their narrative. So do you believe all that being said that what Biden is saying about Russia is legit? Or do you think he's fomenting Russia? And I know how some of you feel on Facebook. Most of you said today that they don't that you don't trust Biden. You think he's fomenting war with Russia, going back to the speech that he gave in which he said it was his first press conference a couple of months ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, a couple of months ago in which he said that um, when he was asked about Russia, he said, yeah, I think Putin will invade. He's got to do something, right? And it was clear to everybody at that point, at, to, to me, those who understand what's going on, it, it seems like Biden really wants this to be happening because it's a wag the dog scenario. Typically, the Americans will rally against a president at wartime. So let us know what you think about that. Either call in 888-344-1170 or you can comment. We're streaming live right now on the Facebook page for The Answer San Diego or anywhere on the socials. You can also email me, Andrea at AndreaKShow.com. All right. Got to bring in my man. This is my last night with this one and only with 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 DJ Jalapeno. Last time for now. Last time for now. I know because you are the backup. So, you know, I mean, you're you're like the backup singer to Diana Ross and the Supremes. You're the backup to DJ Potato Skins. I'm the so. one they call when no one's available <laughs> in all aspects of life. Yeah. I mean, you're the grilled chicken sandwich when, you know, they don't have fried chicken. When I, you know, and I go through KFC and they're like, you know, you want to wait 10 minutes for the fried chicken or do you want to, you want to just take the grilled chicken sandwich? And I'm like, no, I'll wait for the fried chicken. No, I'm just teasing you, my dear. You do a wonderful job. I appreciate so you. So are you saying I'm the healthy option? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'll give you that. Okay, I'll take that. Well, yeah, because you know what? Healthy is good for you, right? Most of the time, yes. Right, exactly. Unless it's, unless it's like that KFC uh, unchicken or near chicken or, or fake chicken. Oh, is that, that the one they wrapped in a donut and like poured lard on it? No, just... this is worse than that, man. That would be, that would be tasty. You know no, what that what, is, though, right? No, what I'm talking about is these things that look like pieces of... of pencil eraser that batter dipped in deep fried the fake the fake chicken the kfc is putting out like a tofu chicken yes I, like no. a tofu chicken Ugh, no no not even not even gator no would be no, no 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 right no. um okay gotta get into some serious news because otherwise i'd sit here and talk fried chicken the entire show um i thought it was extraordinary today um Seeing, I hadn't planned to watch the sentencing of Kim Potter. I happened to be sitting there doing an interviews this morning on Black News Channel, and uh, the family, the, the sentencing, they they cut to the to the sentencing because the family of Dante Wright was speaking, and it was one after the other, uh, watching the family members of Dante Wright speak, and 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 they were heartbroken, and they're crying, and they're devastated because, in spite of the fact that he was in, engaged in criminal activity, in spite of the fact he was resisting arrest and contributed to his own death, this is the son and brother and father of family that loved him, right? And it was very emotional, and I expected, after sitting there watching these family members coming forward and giving their, their statements, I expected the judge uh, to hand out the maximum sentence in the climate that we've got and the way that our courts have been weaponized to, to further an agenda. You saw the attempt to railroad Kyle Rittenhouse uh, only to have a jury come back with the right, with, with, with the right result. So, um, however, even though the Kyle Rittenhouse story went, went well, we, we know that our courts have been weaponized, right? We've gotten one of the things I mentioned on BNC today 
was that, uh, again, pointing out the political prisoners that we've got. We've got two sets of justices, two sets of laws going on in this country right now where you can have you can be a Black Lives Matter anti-gun activist. I try to murder a Jewish mayoral candidate. and You're, you're out on jail, out, out on bail right within two days. Uh, your Kyle Rittenhouse and you know your months and got to come up with a million dollars and you don't have BLM bailing you out right or you know if you've been wandering in, in, into the Capitol in a MAGA hat trespassing you're thrown in solitary confinement and, and no bail right so um, I did I expected something different than what happened today and I think it was of note because the judge Regina Chu actually got teared up when she issued her ruling her sentencing ruling. What she uh, said was, she first of all, she sentenced her to two years in prison, and that includes getting credit for time served. I think she will now spend 14 months, I think it is, from this point forward in jail. And one of the comments that she made was, of all the jobs in public service, police officers have the most difficult one. They must make snap decisions under tense, evolving, and ever-changing circumstances. They risk their lives every single day in public service. Officer Potter made a mistake that ended tragically. She never intended to hurt anyone. Her conduct cries out for a sentence significantly below the guidelines. So um, this caused much uh, outrage on the part of the left, not just because of the sentence that they felt was far too low, but also because of the judge getting choked up. Some people felt like this was grounds for that her emotion uh, should not have been been shown, that it is grounds for overturning the sentencing, uh, that it shows that she was not of clear mind. A couple comments on that, and I'm not an attorney. But I know that there's, there not to my knowledge, has there ever been a sentence, a directed verdict by a judge, um, motion to, to dismiss, whatever form of judgment from a judge. I have never seen it overturned when the judge expressed intense anger at a defendant for a crime that they've committed. I have heard judges go on and on and on. And y'all know that I've probably watched every high-profile trial that's that's happened in recent years in America, except OJ. Didn't watch five minutes of it. I was launching my corporate sales career at the time. I didn't have time for it. Other than that, I've watched every one, and I've seen a lot of judges show a heck a lot of emotion on the stand. And nobody has a problem with it when it's anger. So why should they have a problem when they're looking in the face of a woman who accidentally shot somebody in the course of having to make a split-second decision on the job, on the uh, the most difficult job to do? And she is paying a price for it. And I think she went on to say, the judge did at one point, that he contributed to his own death by not cooperating with the police. At what point— are the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter activists, the, the Benjamin Crumps of the world, at what, who stood by the family today, at what point are they going to tell young black men, especially if they believe that these cops have a target on the backs of these kids, at what point are they going to tell these young black men, look, stop resisting arrest? George Floyd, Dante Wright, Jacob Blake, All went bad, right? And what was happening at the time? These were criminals that resisted arrest and ended up losing their lives. Why would you not tell young black men to stop resisting arrest? Tell them if you have been wrongfully arrested, 
Look, you, they bailed out of uh, they bailed out a dude, an anti-gun activist who went in to try to murder a Jewish mayoral candidate. They'll they'll come and bail you out. That's the message to you. They don't care what crime you you've been in the process of trying to attempt. Right? They'll come and bail you out. Why would they not? Because they need the the um, these uh, these activists on the left, the Benjamin Crumps, are paying for their jets and their private jets and their big homes off of these incident of these incidences. So I, 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 this was a win for justice today. There are many that are saying she shouldn't have served any time at all. She shouldn't have been convicted of anything. I, I disagree with that because I do think that while they have to make these split-second decisions and they're very difficult, she made a huge mistake. And there's somebody not alive today as a result of it. Just like I think Alec Baldwin, my nom- one of my nominees for Stink of the Week, is the New Mexico District Attorney who should have long since filed charges against him for either negligent homicide or involuntary manslaughter. The family of Helena Hutchins has done a video that's about 10 minutes long recreating the shooting as well as listing 15 ways in which Alec Baldwin as as producer and actor failed to follow guidelines, well-documented guidelines, and even didn't follow his own production guidelines on the set. He should have already, they filed, the family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec Baldwin. He should have already gone to jail. He should have already been charged with a crime and be prosecuted like Kim Potter. He had a responsibility as the producer and the actor on that set to follow protocols. Had he followed his own protocols as producer and the industry protocols, she would be alive today. Um, speaking of prosecuting and charging, it's incredibly disturbing what's going on in Canada. The Canadian government started blocking media out from what they are now calling a no-go zone and began arresting protesters, uh, the truckers, uh, as well as those that were doxxed, as well as those that, that have been attempting to help the truckers in any way. And has gotten to the point to where they, I, I didn't even believe it was true, but they were threatening to take the dogs away from truckers up there. And euthanizing the dogs. The cruelty. It just goes to show that these communists, there is nothing that they won't do to persecute anybody who tries to stand up for freedoms. Ned Ryan has a great article out in American Greatness in which he talks about what we should be learning from the truckers and the and these parents that have been standing up to the school boards. Is that this is the way, activism like this is the way that you change policies. What, those, what the parents did in Virginia changed the outcome of elected officials in Virginia. And we need to learn from this, and we need to start getting active in this country. And he recommends, and I agree with him, that we stop giving our money to these think tanks, these people who come up with these white papers, going and attending these hot air events that are happening all over this country all the time that do nothing but raise money for the people hosting these events and do nothing to further the cause of conservatism or anything to stop the corruption as well as the tyranny that's happening in this country. Activism does. That's where we need to put our time and our efforts and not spending all this money and giving all this money to uh, organizations and PACs and people that do nothing but make money off of us. And we're spending on average 500 to a billion dollars a year and getting nothing from it. What, what, where could we be putting our money and getting something from it? Organized activities to go in, in front of school boards. Getting people to run for office and funding those campaigns. We still have over 200 offices in San Diego County where no Republican is running against a Democrat. We should be putting our money behind getting people to run for office. You have till March to do it. I'm going to take a break. Speaking of school boards, 
I'm going to take a break, come back with Bob Walters. Yes, I am. And every Friday here on The Answer San Diego, my buddy, dear friend Bob Walters joins me to share all the crazy kookiness of the week in regards to schools. And it's such valuable information. In fact, usually he brings stories every week that uh, no other media outlet is sharing. Before the break, I talked about how Ned Ryan has a great article out about uh, um, how what we should be learning from the teachers going in front of the school board as well as this trucker rally up in Canada is that grassroots activism is where we need to put our time and our money. And he even mentioned supporting those who are running for school board that we need to put money towards people to do that as well as uh, grassroots activism and going to school board meetings and there's no greater grassroots activist on behalf of children and for years than bob walters and and not just in bringing stories every week but also in school choice as well as with we the kids that actually seeks to educate children and fight indoctrination and he joins me now hello bob walters Hello. Good to see you again. You too. What you got for us this week? Well, uh, first of all, I got some good news. Uh, Vanguard University in Costa Mesa, which I'm not familiar with, but is partnering with the Orange County Department of Education to present a two-day conference on human trafficking and how to stop it on March 4th and 5th. This will be at their campus in Costa Mesa. You can check Ensure Choice, uh, Ensure Justice, 2022. The insurer is spelled E-N-S-U-R-E, Justice 2022, for the exact address and time. That's a great, great thing that they're doing there. Absolutely great. I mean, the the trafficking situation in this country is really of epidemic proportions. It's bad. Yeah. Then you got Governor Chris Sumer uh, of New Hampshire signed a bill that says no public employee, employer, can teach people of any particular race is inherently racist, sexist, or oppressive. It applies to schools as well. 37 states now have measures to limit how race and discrimination can be taught, and 14 have rules to enforce these reservations. That's really good news. That is great news. It's not enough. But it's no. more it's more than I thought, because I've been thinking this whole time and so many people had that, you know, Florida was really the only one doing anything about this stuff. And then maybe now Yunkin in Virginia, who signed into law that masks are now illegal. It's now illegal to put a mask on a kid in school. But I didn't know 14 states had measures to stop to, you know, stop this racism going on in our schools. That's wonderful. Well, they're all in the Midwest and South, but um, yeah, they're not here. <laughs> anyway. Florida under Governor DeSantis wants legislature to pass a law allowing parents to sue offending institutions for violations, and if they win, they collect attorney fees. He's also now attacking CRT being taught in corporations, which promote racial stereotyping and other, uh, you know, bad scenarios on race. Um, He cited Arizona on some examples. Arizona claims that babies are racist. Santa Clara County denounces U.S. as a parasitic system. San Diego telling teachers they are racist. Google teaches that all Americans are raised to be racist. And Philadelphia teaches students to celebrate black communism. Wow. So this is what he's trying to oppose, this type of education that's going on or indoctrination in the corporate world, not just school world. Well, that's important that he's addressing that because nobody else is. And... 
Um, you know, I, I, I'm not big. You, you know, I, I and my audience knows that I don't like uh, all this business regulations. But um, this is a good one because this is discriminatory what they're doing. And, you know, dragging dragging white employees and lecturing them on their white privilege and to the degree that some corporations, I can't remember if it was an American Express or Coca-Cola, um, that to, you know, you all these rules for meetings to where, um, you know, you're you know, if, if a black person interrupts you, you have to let them speak. I mean, it's it's literally oppression going on in corporate America today. And one of the reasons why they're doing it, Bob, is because the new like China has the social credit scores we already have for corporate america in this country esg scores to where banks and standard and poors and moody's are grading corporations according to how they do according to environment e is environment s is social justice g is governance um so they're they're thinking that they're going to help themselves financially with this well you know they 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 need to care about their money in another way besides fostering racism against white people in the workplace yeah it's a dangerous trend yes then the good news, uh, rather spectacular, uh, the most liberal city in the country, San Francisco, voted out three school board members, 70 percent to 30 percent on the vote. Asians were upset about advanced classes being canceled. Others upset about CRT and changes of school names, plus school closings in the most liberal democratic city in America. The amazing thing is Asians were the primary driving force for this recall, and yet when the one of the te- one of the three people that were evicted, when he his interview in the media, he de- he declared this was a white racist action that got him out of the office. <laughs> Just like, are you kidding? Okay. Well, you know what? I mean, uh, they they've called Clarence Thomas. They I, I think the left has said that Candace Owens was a white supremacist, right? I mean, you know, they said that Larry Elder is now. It doesn't matter what your race is; you can still be considered a white supremacist. And yeah. that, and I even said on on Facebook today, Asian Americans are the new white supremacists to the left because they're you know how dare they like this judge today with Kim Potter? How dare this Asian judge give her you know a, a, a what they thought was too light of a sentence? How dare these Asian people? People, you know, vote to recall these school board members. They must be, you know, they're white supremacists. And we know that the Asian American community is being discriminated against by these school boards and and in universities like Harvard. Yep, that's true. Well, last week I talked about California getting ready to open 1,000 community schools in poor neighborhoods, but it didn't have a lot of detail about it. Okay. So I checked further into it. It lacked detail. So here's some of them that I found out. Okay. Community education schools, in fact, have existed for a while in, in California for students who were expelled or had behavior problems. Homeless were also allowed to attend such schools, and the parents could put their kids in there if they were out of control. But now L.A. Unified School District has a plan to open such schools for 1,000 of them in poor neighborhoods to help kids. It would include social welfare, social-emotional development, consulting, family discussions, etc. Not sure how much real education is going to be going on. That's, we're going to have to watch out for it. So when you hear this is coming up, be careful. Look, in, look at what it's really about and understand what community schools are really about when they begin to do this trend. Yeah, it sounds like it's basically... Anyway, with school choice initiative, but 
it might come before that happens. Well, yeah, because it sounds like that this is about, you know, almost like reform schools in a way that it's less about actual education and academics. And it's really about reforming behavior. And I don't think we want the left in this country to be spending eight hours a day dealing with behavior with children. Right. Because, I mean, we, look at this, look and see how, what, how the left is dealing with the behavior of felons like this woman in New Orleans who uh, was able to avoid being carjacked because she brandished a gun by a guy that had been arrested 19 times in New Orleans for carjacking, right? I mean, we've got no bail going on. We've got that you can break in and steal, uh, you know, at gunpoint, anything under $1,000 and get away with it. You know, the the left doesn't, the left wants anarchy. They know, they've already, how many times have you reported on the show, Bob, that they're going to no discipline in the schools, right? Correct. And yeah. there's no grading going on. They, they, they only give uh, uh, A's and B's. They don't really do D's and F's anymore. And there's no graduation requirement. And there's no admission requirement anymore, as you know, this year in mm-hmm. the college. Yeah, and there's no punishment anymore going on in, in, in school with kids. So how yeah. are they getting – so if, if these community schools are getting in troubled kids, how are they going to deal with the issues behind the troubles, right? Because they don't have – right now, they don't have a record of of actually dealing with any – holding anybody responsible. That's what has to happen. And we not only do we – we have the, the mindset of the left as part of their cultural Marxist movement is when it comes to minorities, and particularly black Americans, that any bad behavior on their part is somebody else's fault. It's the fault of the system it's a fault of america it's not their fault right so the what are the, so so i think i can see this playing out to where these community schools are really about taking in these troubled kids and telling them you know why you're troubled you know why you got problems these evil republicans that horrible george washington right what we need is we need communism yeah just what i expect yeah uh, all right now, now listen What's well, crazy? Do you want to do it after commercial? Yeah, we're going to take a commercial break. Then we come back. We're going to get into some college crazies with Bob Walters. Later on, we've got Here of the Week and Stink of the Week and a great news you can use item. So stay tuned. Welcome back to this Friday edition of the Andrea K Show. Rolling into President's Day weekend, whatever you plan to do this weekend. I hope you just enjoy yourself so much. The weather's going to be beautiful here in San Diego. Continuing on with my discussion with my buddy Bob Walters, education contributor, it's time to get into some college crazies. What you got? (laughs) I got a good one at the beginning here. Moved by a message in a church sermon, Jordan and Matt Roden visited Appalachia State University in West Virginia and offered to give students a hug if they needed one. It was something that the church suggested could be offered. To their surprise, they gave 600 hugs in one day, which was a really full day <laughs> between the two of them, kind of amazing. But that shows you how much attention or affection students are looking for. Well, they're starved for it, just like children are. I mean, we've dehumanized children. And you know what? When you get into college, I, I, I went away to college at 17. I was so young and so dumb, you know, and I just can't imagine being being as disconnected as kids have been at all ages, right? And I was just thinking myself as the mask mandates got lifted here recently, you know, it's supposed to be only lifted for those who've gotten the shots, right? But nobody's wearing a mask anywhere that I see, right? And it's just uh, the first day, I just felt so happy to be able to see people's faces, right? And yeah. then on top of it, we stopped hugging. And there's some people that still won't even shake my hand, right? Because they're so scared. 
And, you know, it's just we as human beings, we were wired by God to need affection as well as to have facial expressions and communicate love and affection to others, you know, you know, with nonverbal communication, um, which is not just with our facial expressions, but also touch and feel. And that's part of the senses that God gave us. So hat tip to these people for doing it. I thought you were going to tell me they got like 100 hugs. 600 (laughs) hugs is like amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, then you got California state government has set up a volunteering program for college students who help the community in K to 12 education classes and schooling, and also climate action and reduce food insecurity, whatever that means. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. 80% of the students, however, have to be illegals. <gasps> the college students, that's kind of like a weird thing to throw into the mix. The ones that are supposed to go and help have to be illegals? Yeah, 20% of them have to be illegal. And the students can earn up to $7,000. That was the advertisement made, but it was false. It's not true at all. More than half goes to administrators, and what, is, and what the kids get is taxed and could hurt their student aid program in the college. This is so, then, it, then it's so bizarre because initially when you tell me that 20% of them have to be illegal, I think it's because it's a way for them to f- you know, uh, flow money, like launder money to illegals, but it's not even helping them. So I don't understand the point behind it except to, to point out that you know often the liberals and Democrats pretend they care about the different identity groups, and it's an example that they really don't. It's pandering. No, and they're taking half the money, for, or more than half, for the administrators without telling the kids that's part of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're advertising 7000 bucks, so that's not really yeah. true. It's like the Clinton Foundation. Remember, who remembers the Clinton Foundation, right? Where they, they went around the world raising all kinds of money, and where did it go? You know, Chelsea's wedding? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I know. A unique new program offered by Colorado Christian University offers 100-degree programs by Internet or in person. All of these have – all of their programs have been integrated with faith and learning – so just for parents to keep that name in mind, Colorado Christian University, if you want to have, send your kid to a school where they're not going to be indoctrinated in college. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Yep. And then Grove City College in Pennsylvania is considered to be one of the most doctrin- doctrinal, pure Christian campuses in the country. After they had a liberal speaker, however, on campus to address the truth about the American church's complicity in racism, Parents rose up in arms to defend the school against the intrusion of CRT onto its campus and anti-Christian comments being made by speakers coming out of the, into, the, into the student body. It just shows you that what is safe anymore? Nothing. This, this is a devout Christian school that now is on the verge of CRT and other radical behaviors in education. There's not, right, there's not an area of our lives where there is not an attempt to um, to de- destroy it, destroy the Judeo-Christian principles and values, if not the Christianity itself. And that was behind, so, ma- so much behind these lockdowns, why you could go congregate in a Walmart, but you couldn't congregate in a church, right? You could yeah. go have a meal in a strip club, but you couldn't have a meal in a restaurant, Right. Um, but in particular, to, to try to shut down churches uh, as a part of that, that was a great excuse for them to try to get people, you know, to separate them between um, get between them and their faith and their God. And that's what that's what all of this is about. Well, that's one of their intents. I agree. Yes. Then you see University of California, Berkeley, a very popular college, has had to cut back its fall 2022 class by one third. Hmm. Give up fifty seven million dollars in tuition 
after it lost a court case from local residents who complained that the growing school population was harming local community life and traffic and housing prices. Wow. I don't particularly support Berkeley's uh, reputation, but a third of the school has been shut down because neighbors felt there's just too much noise and traffic. I can't believe it. The court gave him. It's anyway. yeah. That's 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 odd. That is odd because um, you know I've never been to Berkeley. I'm not familiar with it. I know that you know it, that couldn't be a problem at LSU because they could, if they wanted to expand, they've got land around it, and you know, and it's it's not a problem for residents. But um, I, 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 yeah, I, that, but you know, that's lip that's lib, liberal land up there, right? So you know. Um, the snow, the snowflakes in the neighborhood didn't want didn't want any more students. That's right. Well, some other news: uh, San Francisco Unified gave A's to a student who in, was enrolled elsewhere and had been for two years. <laughs> what? And yeah, and for one year or more, the school board got money from the state for this student who was <gasps> never there. He was given A's in the most of his alleged classes at Martin Luther King Jr. Junior High. Nice scam. Yeah. The principal said he was sorry, but was overwhelmed by the pandemic confusion. Actually, I think he should have all been arrested and put in jail for embezzlement. But um, yeah, because that's exactly what it was. Yep. Now you got hundreds of students in Douglas County, Colorado, stage a walkout to protest the firing of a superintendent who supported masks despite an order from the conservative board for the district. So the, the, the liberal superintendent got fired and the students a lot of them not all of them rose up by hundreds to protest as being fired that means they're really for the mask that's kind of unusual who are these dopes what school is this uh it's douglas county colorado what grade is this college it's high school it's high school yeah wow what a dumb bunch i mean you know i can't even ever I, i I, I I was in high school at a different time, but I can tell you I would have been no different then than I, I was no different, Andrea, when it came to my politics than I am now. There ain't no way I would have been dumb enough to be out there marching against my own freedoms. Yeah, it just shows you how bad the mentality of a lot of the students are anymore. Yeah, well, and Colorado has become very liberal. That used to be a solidly red state, but clearly it's yeah. not. Not anymore. No. Students at West Virginia High School walked out Wednesday after they were sent to an evangelical Christian revival assembly during school hours. They felt the event was set to convert them to Christianity, and they walked out in protest for that to have been made to go to that event. It just shows how anti-Christian a lot of these kids have become. And, of course, the school in West Virginia is a very religious state. We're trying to keep the kids in the Christian fold, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's interesting. Um yeah, I, I'd, I'd be curious to know if the parents were told in advance, was this something they could opt out, or if the kids just decided to have a temper tantrum that day, I don't know. I'd have to check further on yeah. that. A school in Alabama became embroiled in controversy after a photo appeared that showed the kids doing a Nazi salute to the American flag. <gasps> <laughs> the teacher at Mountain Brook High School in Mountain Brook, Alabama, is still on the staff. They did not fire him or let him go. Well, that's your home state, man. What you got to say about Bama? I know. I'm a Bama boy. You are a Bama boy. What else you got for us? we got about two minutes left. Okay, i got four schools uh, accused of secretly helping kids turn transgender without parent knowledge. Oh. Yeah, there's four of them that were in Massachusetts and in Pennsylvania and Jacksonville, Florida, that, where they secretly had these meetings to convert how they could convert these kids into transgenders. 
without telling the parents. It's just uh, pathetic, and it, it expanded to four schools in the past week. That's the report it, I just It's read. disgusting, and this is because they're literally recruiting children into transgenderism. They're right. recruiting children, and they're having to hide it from the parents. They are stealing children from their parents and permanently harming many of these kids. Because Destroying the yeah, destroying the family and destroying these children because if these children get this locked into their brain and, and you know and become mentally uh, um, you know damaged by this, they could end up on puberty blockers and end up permanently destroying any chance they have to have been. Children need to at least be allowed to go through puberty, go into adulthood, and then if then if they want to do you know go from Bruce to Caitlin as an adult, fine, you go do it. Don't make me pay for it, and I'm not, not going to call you whatever pronoun you demand. But to do this to children. Is child abuse. I agree. My final comments are I want again the listeners to think about getting a hold of wethekids.us and see what kind of programs they got that can help you as parents teach your kids about the real history of America and be proud of the country. Yes. They run excellent operation and it's free. Then also, because we're up to our neck in this, we got 45 days left to get the school choice initiative on the ballot. We still need almost 1 million signatures, so it's a tough battle. Yeah. We need everybody to get a hold of school choice, CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org and volunteer to get involved. And I have bought, I have a video from Bob explaining school choice on my Facebook. I'm going to repost that. I've shared it in all my groups. I want you to share it in all your groups. We've got to get the word out for people to understand what this initiative is about and why we need it and what you can do to help. Yeah. And I don't know as good an announcer as you are, but I, I tried my best with that ad. <laughs> you did great with it. You did great with it. Are you kidding me? Um, you know, and this and one of the things I was talking about earlier, picking up on Ned Ryan in his Am Greatness article today, we all can make a difference and make a change, right? It's about grassroots activism, and it's actually working. And you know, you don't have to be you don't have to be you know Sean Hannity to get a good message out there. Bob Walters, thank you for being here, and thank you for all you do. All right, now y'all stay tuned. We've got a quick news you can use story and Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week coming up. Welcome back. Hey, I've got a great news you can use story today. This just made me so excited today. I thought it was such great news. It, I, I didn't find the story. Um, a certain person did. I'm not going to give him credit, though, because, you know, he hasn't got me flavored coffee here for the station. Um, so I'm not going to give him a shout out. But here's the story. Alaska Airlines has launched a subscription service for West Coast travel. And I know if you're thinking about starting to make plans for spring break coming up or for the summer, y'all need to know about this because what it's, it's a subscription service. It's called Flight Pass and they have two levels of it. They've got your standard Flight Pass and your Flight Pass Pro. And for $49 a month, get this. On the standard flight pass for $49 per month, you can fly up to 24 round trips between 16 cities here on the West Coast. All you got to do is is plan two weeks in advance. Uh, that's on the standard. If you want to be able to do same day with two hours notice, that's $200 a month. Think about that. Think about that. Compare When you look at what the flights are right now, just but from San Diego to Vegas, to like two, $300, right? For 50 bucks a month, you can fly 24 times between here and Vegas. This is like the best thing I've heard. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I gotta, I'm got going to get home this weekend, and I'm going to look at all the different itineraries and start making my plans to scoot all around and go visit my buds in Arizona, 
go to Vegas. I am just super excited. I wanted to tell you guys about this because right now, you know, when I have Elhoff on on weekends, it's just been such dismal economic news, right? I mean, Wednesday night, I wasn't panicking, but I was pretty fearful with all the news. But look at this. In the middle of inflation, you got a way to travel for like pennies, right, coming up. And and especially if you're a business traveler and you got to eat the cost and, and have it be a part of your business if you're a small business owner. So I just thought that was such great news. In fact, Alaska may be a nominee for me for Hero of the Week. Um, the there will uh, I do want to mention though that there is going to be the standard government air, uh, taxes and airport fees that's about fifteen dollars a flight doable people doable so I was super excited by that all right stink of the week um, I've got some ties here for stink of the week one of which is the head of gl- the global community head for Facebook and Meta Jaron Miles this should be on national news um, he was busted trying to meet with a 13-year-old boy in a hotel room. You heard about this? Have you heard about this uh, jalapeno in national news? Anybody talking about this? No, can't nope. say that I have. Not a word. Google it, find the YouTube video, and watch it, and make it go viral before they take it down. They probably already have taken down. This actually story I actually saw yesterday. Think about this. I, I, I have been restricted on Facebook for posting a meme about Joe Biden and crack pipes, but their head of global community is a dude trying to meet up with a 13-year-old boy. And in the video, the people who busted him read his text messages. This guy, I, I'm hoping he's already been actually arrested. I don't know yet. Um, tied for stink is the Canadian government who is arresting people and even threatening to take the trucker's dogs and arrest, uh, and euthanize the trucker's dogs. And my heroes are the truckers. Thank you, Jalapeno, for putting up with me this whole week. Thank you to all my guests this week. Thank you, Bob Walters, for tonight. Love y'all all. Have a very safe President's Day weekend. We'll see you Tuesday.